everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We have a very special, unique episode of the podcast today. We, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. Today we have jewelry designer Peggy Lee on the podcast, and we're, we're so excited to be able to talk with her about her work on the upcoming A Christmas Carousel. And, uh, and we're going to be also talking about our favorite films from Rachel Boston, uh, one of our favorite hall stars. And Peggy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Rachel, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah. So why don't you start out introduce, by introducing yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. Uh, my name is Peggy Lee, and I'm a jewelry designer. I've been making and selling jewelry for about 20 years now. And, you know, it's a career I never thought I would have. I, I graduated from college with a science degree. And for a while, I thought I'd be a screenwriter. Um, I'd moved to Los Angeles to pursue that. Oh. And, in, and in the meantime, I was, you know, making jewelry for fun for myself, sort of as a hobby. Um, but while living in LA, I, you know, I was into movies and film, and I had the chance to meet the costume designer for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I just, you know, after that interview, I, I dropped a few pieces in the mail and said, hey, I, I make some of this stuff. I don't know if you guys are interested. And long story short, they used it on the show and a business was born. You know, suddenly I was a jewelry designer and, and had a little business. And, and I've been um, working with costume designers ever since. And, and it's sort of been my way to stay connected with the, the film and TV world. And, and I love it. It's been a ton of fun. So had you always uh, made jewelry as a hobby or growing up? Definitely on the side, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I've always been craftsy and love to figure out how to make things. And, you know, so for if I've ever saw, you know, pieces in the store, maybe that I couldn't afford, I'd try and figure out a way to make it for myself. So yeah, I'd I'd always done it sort of on the side and, and making stuff for friends, but I never imagined it as a, as a career. Yeah, uh, that that uh, that makes sense. That sounds fun. <laughs> I, I can see that uh, that uh, that sometimes sometimes we you know do what we kind of plan to do as far as our academic career, and then other times it's it, we just kind of stumble into a career. I feel like totally. it's just, it becomes a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise, and and you know I love it, and I think in some ways the the fact that I didn't it. It was never like my first, you know, dream or top-minded. Yeah. Like I've, I've had been able to have some perspective on it and have really have some fun with it, and I'm a little more flexible with it. Mm-hmm. it it's been great. That's great. I love that. Uh, so, uh, so you got started with Buffy. It was your first uh, project then that you did, and. Uh, how do you get involved in projects for the most part? Is it, is it the costume designer that then contacts you uh, and you work with them? Yeah. Or I contact them. So, you know, I, I like to, I'm, I'm a fan first, right. And when there's shows that I love or, or actors and characters that I love, I, I often, you know, I, I just reach out to the costume designer and introduce my oh. work and ask if they'd like to use it. And it, and it goes from there. But the, the contact is through uh, the costume departments. But what's great okay. is, like anything else, you develop a relationship with people. And as they go from project to project, um, you know, they'll often uh, call you up and, and say, hey, I'm on a new project. I'd love to see some pieces. And you go from there. 
What's some of the most challenging pieces that you've ever designed? You know, I was asked uh, to create a piece for a movie and the request was like an oversized Star of David. That was a really fun project. Another really fun project was um, for Empire and they wanted to recreate a belt that was worn by Prince. There was going to be a Prince costume party that the character was going to attend and they needed, they wanted a recreation of this belt that was really iconic that Prince wore. So I sawed a lot of different shapes out of silver and recreated this belt, a belt for them, which was really fun. Hmm. So you'll, you do belts and things like that too. <laughs> you know, when you're asked to do something, you find a way. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. It was the Star of David, what, was that a necklace or it was what a pendant was that? it was a pendant for a pendant. necklace yeah okay yeah and what was that for oh my gosh I'm going to forget I don't I don't think it actually made it into the final movie. oh okay, okay. that also happens too right you can send stuff uh, they may or may not use it you know sure you never know yeah that's interesting that's interesting and uh, how did you first start working with Hallmark and Hallmark Productions um, it was through through Rachel. So I had sent jewelry in or worked with a costume designer for the TV show Witches of East End, um, which Rachel Boston was a part of. And she was so kind. I'm trying to think back of, of how it actually happened. I think she she contacted me and, and said she was on a movie and she would love to see some pieces. Um, and of course, so so with Rachel, it's it's often through through her. She'll contact me and say she's on a new project and that she'd love to see pieces which is you know so kind and awesome and I and she's just been such a supporter yeah that's so interesting to me because it's just amazing how many different pieces there are to making any film whether it's Hallmark or a feature film or anything that we don't even think about uh, as viewers you know, that would go into, obviously we were aware of the costume, especially in a costume heavy film, right? but you don't even, you don't even think as much about something like the jewelry or the, I mean, just so many things like the food styling and the just little things like that. The the background, the background. Yeah. The car (laughs) selections, unless it's a really flashy, you know, obvious kind of car heavy movie. Um, There's, the, all the stuff that goes into the hair the it's just it, yeah. it's incredible you know almost every detail is designed right someone has put some thought into it and um it's interesting that sometimes i'll run into to people who are like oh i thought the actors bought their own jewelry and clothes you know and that they all shop at tiffany's and it's like well no not always no. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so no i agree yeah with you, that, you know people don't realize like how much of it is completely designed and thought out and every detail is sort of orchestrated for the characters and for the, for the story. Yeah. So when, when you're making a piece, uh, do they give you like a specific budget that then you can work with um, or yeah. Yeah. Every, every production is different. So they, there's usually different requirements depending on their budgets, their requirements. So it, it can be really different. Um, it can be fun where sometimes I'll get briefs where people say, here are the different characters. You know, I'm looking for pieces for this character who's, you know, corporate executive. And then there's this character who's, you know, hip, hippie chic. Um, 
it's fun when I get briefs like that because then I can sort of like put my own imagination to it and try and create or send pieces that I think fit those characters. So that can be really fun. Um, often with Rachel, she, you know, she'll give me a little bit about what her character is. And, and so then I can try and send stuff that I think will fit that character. Mm-hmm. If you are doing a period piece, do you, uh, do you research the correct uh, look for that period? <laughs> I, I do not do period jewelry. So for me, it's definitely finding the right fit as well, right? Like my stuff is sort of contemporary and simple. So I'm not going to uh, offer my work to a period piece, for example. It's not but my something like It's F- not my uh, okay. Not my but something like Empire, isn't that set in the set like the 70s no uh, i've never watched the show yeah it was, it's Sorry. A, no that's right it's a it's a contemporary show about like oh, okay. history. yeah oh okay my bad no <laughs> uh, i guess yeah with prince duh, that would be that would be the that would be later um but uh but yeah that's interesting yeah, yeah I, I find a good fit for my work you know it's um period stuff is not my expertise so I, mm, I okay you know if someone asks me to do it then yes i would do research you know, I would make sure it's within my skill set uh, to right. what they're looking for. When you uh, when you watch movies, do you notice the jewelry it, because because you make it? Uh, oh, make, 100%, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is like, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> totally. <laughs> You're like watching Titanic. You're like, no. <laughs> Don't throw him the necklace. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> well, so are you, would you say that you are a fan of Hallmark movies in general? Oh, I love Hallmark movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think for the same reasons, a lot of people love them, which is they're always so gentle and uplifting and happy. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten to see any this season? Uh, oh my gosh. I, my favorite this season, uh, oh my gosh, was the miracle tree. Did you see that one? Oh, the angel tree. Oh, angel tree. Sorry. Yeah. The angel tree. That was my favorite. I really loved the story and I really thought the story sort of resonated. If, if people haven't seen it, you know, writer goes to small town. There's a tree where people's wishes are granted when they put a wish on it. Um, and I, and I really love that one. It was sweet. It was sweet. Uh, and, you know, Joe Wagner, she's great. Yeah. So that's always nice. Yeah, like and uh, yeah. So then you were saying off air that you've been able to watch some Lifetime mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you saw a, a sweet uh, Sugar and Spice holiday. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I like that uh, one a lot. I thought it was really cute and, and witty and funny. Yeah. The family dynamics were super funny. And, you know, being Asian American, I sort of yeah. related to some of the little touches that were in there um, because it was like the first all, all Asian American cast. Um, so I, I thought that was really cute. Irene did such a good job with that script. I thought it was really funny. And uh, just the her, I don't know, little things like her comparing everybody to a snack, <laughs> uh, what snack or to cookie they were, or what. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I only regretted that I hadn't seen the movie before interviewing her because 
I would have asked her what, <laughs> what, what pastry I was most like. That would have been funny to know. I, I think they, they missed an opportunity because you could have had a really funny like BuzzFeed uh, quiz. Uh, what pastry are you thing, totally. that, you know, like going along with mm-hmm. the movie. That could have been really totally. funny. I mean, the, the hardest yeah. thing about this time of year is that there's so many movies um, I know. And now that lifetime's in the mix, it's like, wow, there's, there's, you know, there's so, I have so many on my Tiva right now. <laughs> um, there've been, yeah. there've been a lot about jewelry designers I've noticed. So I've definitely like, I want to watch those. I watched, um, I'm going to forget the titles of all these movies, but it was like a Christmas bracelet. Oh yeah. A little charm, Christmas a little charm. Christmas charm. That was it. Yeah. So I was, of course I'm like, okay, I have to watch this. It's yeah. A jewelry designer. So I, I watched that one. And I really loved sort of when they did the retro. She's a jewelry designer, isn't she? Did you watch that one? Which one? A Little Christmas Charm. I did. Okay. It wasn't my favorite, I'll be honest. It was a little boring for me. But you may, you may find it more interesting. No, I mean, it, was, you know, it wasn't my favorite Hallmark one this year. But I, I did love the, um, the retro scene where they dressed up in like 20s outfits. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was nice. That was fun. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it. I thought that his character was a little smug for my taste. I mean, she calls him out at some point, like, dude, you're being a stalker. And I was like, yes, yes, yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, much. So, uh, yeah, but uh, that's true. It is about a jewelry designer. I kind mm-hmm. of forgot that. You're right. Uh, <laughs> um, but I'd say in general, I think it's been a really good season for Hallmark. I, they've they've had a few misses but even their misses like aren't like as bad as some years misses i feel like like this is definitely a transition year for them where they're really trying to stretch yeah um, stretch their storytelling and maybe try and break some of the the typical things and and like any transition time it's a little gonna be a little awkward yeah um, and they're pumping and out I, the content so yeah i appreciate i mean it's a miracle i can't <laughs> believe that they pulled it off uh 40 40 right. movies in this year i mean yes. literally no other studio is doing anything even close yes yeah to, to that i mean it's unbelievable and i mean they're going to come out of 2020 with over i think over 100 movies or close to it total for the whole year and that's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, all the safety precautions they've had to take, uh, yeah, what's uh, happening, yeah, for sure. I, 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 I know that a lot of uh, from the earlier part of the year uh, before Christmas were acquisitions and you know old movies that they purchased mm-hmm. and 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 re-aired or whatever. But it, even so, the it's just been remarkable what they've accomplished and i I think it's i think it's what what are are some of your favorites that you've seen so far um yeah so my favorite is delivered by christmas i thought it was just about a perfect little Mm rom-com i loved both of the leads so much and i loved the dialogue you could kind of tell it was a new writer who you know was on board just the I don't know, just the the dialogue and the banter and I I I just I absolutely loved it. I also loved Christmas Ever After over on Lifetime Channel. I thought that it was such a funny idea that 
she is this writer who goes to the inn and the uh, she has writer's block and the uh, the the son of the innkeeper looks like her her hero in her romance novels that was just funny to me and she's freaking out and she's like you look exactly like (laughs) you look exactly like desmond from the from the from my novels that was funny and i loved ali stroker she was so delightful and it's it's cool to have a something different to have a heroine in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. uh and i i thought the script the fact that it wasn't even a thing in the script was awesome but there were like little moments uh that were sweet in that one i just loved that movie and um i also from hallmark i loved the christmas waltz i thought that that was just delightful did you get to see that i did not get to see that one that one i definitely recommend especially if you like dancing uh i it's so whimsical and sweet and i I really, really enjoyed it. And probably the biggest su- surprise of the whole year, it was for me, was The Christmas Bow uh, with Michael Rady. You know, I saw the previews for that. I was totally, totally wanted to watch it and I haven't yeah. caught it yet. Yeah, it's definitely one to catch up on. I, I thought, oh, this looks kind of maudlin. She's not a trained actress. She's a violinist. But it was quite good. I really enjoyed it, and uh, it's that one surprised me it's a really, lot. It's really neat to showcase these people with like real talents, right? Real talents, yeah, outside of, right. You know the norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I just it had some emotion. I, I, I really thought it was well done. So it's been it's been an interesting season. Um, well, let's talk. We have a Christmas carousel coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the movie, it'll be, this might air just after the movie has aired. So you all have to let us know what you think. Um, but the the description on Hallmark Channel, uh, when Lila is hired by the royal family of Encadia to restore their carousel as a surprise present for the prince's niece, she works with him side by side to complete it by Christmas. Along the way, they learn they're more similar than they would have thought and also help each other realize the path in life their hearts want them to follow. So this movie, what do you think? Just, I know you haven't seen it. You don't, you're not involved in that part of it, but uh, what are you anticipating? What are you hoping for in this film? I mean, to me, it's a classic Rachel Boston Hallmark movie where there's, a task, a craft, an expertise that she has that she's going to get to, you know, showcase and teach someone. Um, I'm guessing there's going to going to be nicknames and mistaken uh, added, you know, thoughts about each other's uh-huh. attitudes, and um, and I'm hoping more than one kiss. I feel like these. I feel like these are hallmarks. No pun intended for for Rachel Boston movies. She she's always has an expertise. Um, there's always like bantering nicknames between the two leads, and and for some reason in her movies she gets to kiss the lead more than once, which I think is like I wonder if she writes that into her contract or something because usually I feel like Hallmark films you get one kiss, one no more no less. Um, I feel like somehow she managed yeah. to squeeze in more than one. 
And she has the best, she has the best leading men too. She's <laughs> fighting the good fight for us, right? <laughs> That's funny. But I, yeah. I think this will be fun. I, you know, we have two royal movies this year, uh, which is is neat. Uh, the first one, really well done, one royal holiday, uh, which I really in uh, royal or was, was that what it was called? Royal Hall, yeah, one royal holiday. I had it right. <laughs> A one royal holiday. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was very good, and so the bar is pretty high. Okay. They've held back on how many royal movies they've done this year. I feel like they didn't really, you know, this will be. Yeah, that's true. That's so, no, I think it'll be interesting to see whether how traditional this Ancadia family is and where they end up. Yeah. Are they both struggling to be, you know, to live in more of a modern times? Or is it going to be more of a fairy tale of like, oh, yes, I'm going to now be princess? I don't know. Yeah. So, did you have to work the carousel into the jewelry at all or I did not I did did not um you know I think when it comes to Rachel and her tastes it's definitely you know sweet feminine uh simple pieces so I really thought about I always think about that when I when I send her pieces you never want to be too on the nose either right yeah no you 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 restore carousels you're not going to wear like a carousel (laughs) yeah that's true that makes sense so this can be really fun well yeah let's so let's talk about uh rachel boston and what do you think makes her such an appealing leading lady for these for these films i mean i think she's just uh she herself is a sweet and delightful person. And I think that comes through with her characters and she has that girl next door look. She's beautiful, but not like intimidatingly, you know, gorgeous. She's, she's a gorgeous person because of who she is as well as being the girl next door and pretty and beautiful that way. Um, And I think she, you know, when she has these skills and expertise of the characters, you believe it, you know, you believe that, she's going to be a carousel restoration expert and you believe she has sculpted ice, you know, since right. she's a child. like I think she really embodies yeah. this character so well. And that's why she's such a great Hallmark heroine. Yeah. She is a great uh, leading lady for Hallmark because she just, in, I think embodies the positivity of these movies and sort of the, uh, she brings a sort of whimsical, uh, nature to her roles, I think mm-hmm. uh, that uh, she's positive and sweet, and uh, just kind of exactly what you want in a Hallmark leading lady. And uh, she's never come on the podcast, Rachel. If you're listening, come <laughs> on, we'd love to talk to you. It would be so fun. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we love her. She's great. And so we're going to talk about our top five. Both of us are going to share our top five Rachel Boston roles on Hallmark Channel. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be holiday, or at least mine. I, I didn't do exclusively holiday. I did not either. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, what do you have at number five? I have A Ring by Spring, which I think was her first, maybe it was one of her first Hallmark movies. Um, I actually didn't write down the order <laughs> i didn't either i probably <laughs> should have <laughs> but uh a, a ring by spring uh where she gets 
uh, a fortune teller tells her she needs to get engaged by spring or else she'll, she's doomed to be alone forever. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, I love this one. And so I have it a little higher. Okay. So we'll talk about it uh, a little more. Okay. But yeah, it's a really good pick. Obviously, mm-hmm. I have it even higher. So very good. <laughs> All right. Well, my number five is Ice Sculpture Christmas. Okay. That's in my top. Yeah. Okay, good. So you have it higher. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I really enjoy this one. I think that David Alpay is very charming. I think the two of them make a really good match uh in here and i mean something so kind of not exciting as ice sculpture (laughs) it works because she's a pretty interesting character and it's just overall a pretty entertaining script yeah i like that one a lot too i think there's unlike maybe some other hallmark movies there's a lot of different conflicts going on in that one where there's sort of this class conflict where she's you know her dad's a worker at this ritzy hotel and he's the son of the hotel owner yeah there's the conflict between her and the and the different chefs in the kitchen where she's working and then there's sort of like her dad's attempt to start this business there's there's a lot of different things going on in there which which i feel like made it a little bit more layered and and interesting than most movies. it's true it's true and yeah they have brenda strong in there Mm -hmm. as her boss and so it's not one that has a bad man of business or something that's a little little more complex than than that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, her dad. Uh, so it's a that's a very very good pick. And that one, uh, yeah, it was written by Tracy Andreen. So no wonder it's great. She's <laughs> great. <laughs> I love her. She's one of our favorites. Um, all right, that. <laughs> So there we go. So that is my number five. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number four? I have a rose for Christmas. Oh, interesting. Okay. So what do you like about this one? Well, I, I love plants and flowers. So <laughs> the idea of creating yeah. a, a New Year's uh, rose parade float was, was really cute and original and a little different, you know, a little skewed from the typical Christmas thing. Um, so I thought that was really interesting and so so i loved that and i love sort of her her sort of tough tomboy character in in the movie yeah yeah that was a little different and and it was nice because it's it's set in pasadena obviously you have to have it set in pasadena for the rose parade Mm -hmm. uh it's like one of the only if not the only hallmark movie set in a warm climate climate. (laughs) (laughs) Nice break. Uh, so that that there you go. That's uh, and then Mark Ben David in there. Rachel mm-hmm. Boston. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting pick. Uh, all right. So my number four is Chicken to Christmas from last year. Yes, last year's. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, I just thought it was really funny, and they made good use of. Uh, sort of the trope of the warring families and uh, they they had a good sense of humor about it and her and Wes had such good chemistry uh, that I enjoyed that and the, the fact that they're kind of well aware that their families are insane <laughs> and they make their jokes about it and uh, so now, now yeah. that you talk about it I don't know why it's not in my top five because it's not but um but I agree with you totally like super charming and for me it was like okay no dead parents. Thank 
good. Yeah, that's true. Everybody's alive. Grandma's alive. It was like, whew. It was a little bit more yeah. lighthearted and um, fun in that way because it was just all about the, the rivalry and, and their chemistry. So I agree with you totally on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that my top five? Yeah, watch the mothers in Hallmark <laughs> World. You're, you're, you're gonna be it's, that in Disney. There's there's yeah, little hope. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah, that was, a pleasant, that was a pleasant surprise on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, what do you have at uh, your number three? I I had ice sculpture Christmas as my number three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think also so because you... uh, she wears a lot of my jewelry in that one, so maybe a little bias. Oh yeah. Maybe a little bias. But yeah, was this know. one of the first that you did with her? No, I think it was a gift of miracles. Was oh okay okay cool um, yeah I actually never seen that a gift of miracles you know Rita Moreno is in it which is almost enough again to put it in the top five because she's amazing uh uh-huh. it's it's really it's a sweet one it's sweet yeah that's cool yeah. um all right so at number three for me mm-hmm. I have stopped the wedding mm-hmm. and yeah so this one. Nile Mater, so charming as usual. The whole concept is kind of different. Yes. Uh, The two of them pairing up to stop this wedding. Uh, The Alan Thick, great, uh, is his uncle. Uh, He's going to marry her aunt. They're against it. Uh, They're going to try to stop the wedding. Um, Of course, they end up you know, falling for each other while they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think it, that Nina did a great job with that script because it, it's definitely characters that could be very unlikable for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I think also the casting helps a lot when you have someone like Rachel, because it just helps it be more likable because mm-hmm. she's so yeah. likable as an actor. Yeah. She, she doesn't have sharp edges. She's, she's, yeah, she's snarkier. She's, devious it's it's you know it's all coming from a good place <laughs> right yeah yeah and so that one i think it's funny and i enjoy mm-hmm. it you're definitely on the calm on the rom-com side yeah yeah <laughs> that's true i i definitely uh and it's it, that's interesting that a lot of her pieces are more of the uh have a little more of that comedy I think there's always, a lot, in of, there. There's always a lot of banter and, and friction yeah. in that way in classic sort of rom-com way mm-hmm. yeah and you don't really think of her as a com- like a comedic actress but but now that I'm thinking about it a lot of her movies do actually have quite a bit of comedy mm-hmm. which is interesting and, and I think in a lot of ways she's kind of like the Audrey Hepburn of Hallmark not a bad uh, thing to be no not at all not at all all right what do you have at number two i have the last bridesmaid oh okay yeah number two Mm -hmm. that was a tough cut for me i I enjoy it okay okay um to me that one well one paul campbell love Mm -hmm. always and um but it was a very like it surprised me in that it was sort of a very mature movie and a mature romance and that it seemed very it was definitely a slow burn but they really sort of got to know each other along the way and so it's felt more real realistic in a lot of ways and and that was surprising to me um and I also loved it because um 
Rachel reached out to me for this one. She plays a jewelry designer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, of course, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to make the best stuff ever. Um, yeah. And they and they definitely used, you know, they 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 use other jewelry jewelry in these movies all the time. It's you know not exclusive sure. or anything, but. Um, I felt really honored that she asked me to create some pieces for that, for that movie because yeah. also, you know, was also playing a jewelry designer. So I thought that was really, really cool. And, and they got those details, the details about being a jewelry designer. They got pretty right. Pretty spot on. Pretty right. That's good to know. Yeah. The, the longest wedding video in history. <laughs> there. <laughs> it was over the course of a couple of weddings, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's, this is very, a very, we had joked on the podcast that they needed, they would make it into a Sundance movie and called like American Wedding. Or something <laughs> like <that. laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, you can't go wrong with Paul Campbell, Rachel Boston, Nina Wyman writing it. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it very much. Um, all right. What's well, number two? My number two is A Ring by Spring. And I think I like this movie more than most people. It's in my top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's right. That's true. Um, I love it. I First of all, I love the fact that, uh, that her leading guy in that one, I uh, forget his name. Kirby Morrow. Yeah, he's just a normal looking guy. I you know what I mean? 100%. Like, yeah. He's not the, and, the flashing prince type. Yeah. And I found that very appealing. I love the supporting cast in this one uh, with Ali Liebert in there as her friend. I think that that's fun. Jeremy Gilbot is, I think, her uh, uh, boy, uh, her boyfriend. Uh, Giles Penton is in it. Um, it has a, a really Andrew Francis is in it. So it has a nice supporting cast. Stephanie Powers as the fortune teller. And I don't know, it had kind of a ticking clock to it, which mm-hmm. made it fun of mm-hmm. she's got uh, she's got to get engaged before this, you know, time runs out. And uh, I I really like the the ending of it really works for me. I really I don't know. I just, I love their relationship as it grows and he, you know, he, they're trying to work together, uh, but they also, they keep getting more and more attracted to each other. And a lot of times those, a lot of times the workplace ones don't work for me because it's just really boring. It's just like the whole movie's in a boardroom. But for me, this one, they kind of had enough time in, enough time outside of the actual workforce or enough time that felt authentic mm-hmm. uh, where they were talking and, and uh, working together that I, I felt like uh, I was really engaged in their romance and uh, really wanted them to be happy, both characters. And, I, and I, uh, I think it was, you know, it's an earlier Hallmark film Yeah, that they, they haven't, haven't, hadn't sort of gotten to this really, you know, more romantic fantasy land because these two characters yeah. are sort of, it's not like, he's the CEO and she's, you know, right. The, the, someone brought in to help out or something. They're like more, on more equal footing, which also makes it a little more feeling a little more real and, and yeah. romance a little more authentic. Yeah. And when she goes back to her ex because she's nervous about the prediction um, and he is so disappointed and that whole scene, I think 
really works and I really feel bad. And I'm like, no, you know, and I'm really invested. I, 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 if somebody were to ask me what do I think is one of the more underrated Hallmark films, I would say A Ring by Spring. I really think it's funny. I think it's sweet. I think it's very romantic. And uh, if it was set at Christmas, it would be perfect. <laughs> probably the only reason it's not my number one uh so what is your number one my number one is christmas in angel falls yeah same okay good Good. same um because it's pretty much a perfect hallmark christmas movie yeah in my opinion perfect um the casting like paul green her her, rachel's chemistry with paul green perfect so good and you know, the supporting cast, Bo Bridges, incredible. Um, and and the story itself just lends itself to the whimsy, you know, and the magic you want in a Hallmark movie, where there's the magic of Christmas, the magic of these angels, the magic of, you know, people being able to come together and save the community center. Um, it all f- just fits in seamlessly to me. And I love it. Yeah. This is a rare movie I gave a perfect score to (laughs) on the podcast. I loved this movie. I still love it. And she is the perfect choice for this role. I mean, she is an angel human, I think, in real life. So, (laughs) so of course, they have to cast her uh, as the angel. And I, I think the whole idea of free will and uh, is is really lovely and sweet. And I, I, it, it has. Uh, you get a lot of a feel for a bishop's wife or the preacher's wife uh, kind of idea, I think, in this film, except for in those films, uh, they're the, per- the person the angel's coming to is married, so it's a little <laughs> But in this one, and, and Paul Green is the epitome of the of the Hallmark leading man in this movie. Not only is he very handsome, of course, mm-hmm. but he's also the ultimate man of many jobs. <laughs> Literally almost, almost every single scene he's in, he's, he's has a different job. <laughs> he's, he's working. Well, just like he's volunteering at the fire department. He's working at his mother's store. He's, you know, all over the, he's fixing her plumbing for some reason. He is all over the place. And, uh, and because the bad man of business is obviously the opposite of that, you know? And so, so what do you, what do you, if somebody gets lost in business, that's the ultimate kind of not your most of your hallmark, the antithesis to the leading man for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so your opposite of that is the man with many jobs <laughs> created everything, <laughs> you know, your hometown. And, uh, and so they have incredible chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the whole ending with them dancing is so good. I think it's just about perfect. It's, it's a perfect Hallmark Christmas movie. Too. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's just so lovely. And there's really awesome little touches like, um, you know, she sort of, she never, I I mentioned this to, to, to Rachel Boston over social media. I was like, you know, she never carries a purse because she's an angel. Why does it, an angel doesn't need a purse. She's like, you're right. And I was like, (laughs) ha ha ha. Um, There are a lot of those fun little touches in the movie that just make it ties it all together. Yeah. And I think their performances are great, and the chemistry with between her and Paul is is lovely. And 
Yeah, yeah. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. I I do. Uh, and that kiss in the church. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> she just like goes for it. I love it so much. It's so good. had the best set of leading men, I think. Yeah, it's true. Paul yeah. Gregory, Paul Campbell and David Alpay, just Mark and David, pretty good. Not so bad. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely true. Well, this is really fun to do. I really enjoyed it. So if y'all listening, you'll have to let us know what your top five would be for Rachel Boston, if you agree with our choices. And uh, before we go, I thought it'd be fun to give you, ask you the holiday Teen Beat questions. And you've listened to our podcast. You've okay. must have heard these many times. Mm-hmm. So here we go. What is your favorite holiday drink? Spiced apple cider. Very good. That sounds good. Uh, What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Gingerbread. Gingerbread and gingerbread. Oh. (laughs) That sounds good. Uh, What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? You know, so cliche, but all I want for Christmas is you. It's it's the earworm. You can't escape it. it. It's the song. Yeah. Wi-Fi. All right. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie? Oh. I mean, it has to be It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. I also love, and this this will come out of left field, uh, I love The Thin Man. And I don't know if you could qualify it as a Christmas movie, but there is, they, they do celebrate Christmas in it. It's uh, uh, William Power, Myrna Loy, a classic screwball comedy yeah. mystery. Love them. Does that count? Yeah. No, I think it definitely counts <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I like it. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite holiday tradition? Favorite holiday? Uh, my family would always take a family portrait at Christmas. I think oh. that's my favorite. You know, and that's, that, that was a positive experience, huh? Because usually it's like, hard <laughs> growling everyone. You're getting everyone together. Getting the babies to not cry. <laughs> Uh, very good okay uh scrooge or the grinch what's your favorite uh grinch okay good Uh, (laughs) clear lights are colored clear okay no yeah (laughs) i always say i i think i'm i'm a fan of the clear on the tree I'm, I think I like, even though this year I had clear outside as well, but I do like the colored sometimes outside mm-hmm. on the lights. Okay. Um, would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Build a snowman. Okay, good. And uh, would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my my husband's a great gift wrapper. Oh yeah, I, so my skills are shabby in comparison. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Uh, last question: Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? No, but I kind of wish I did. You know, I kind of wish I did, but I, I I do not. Sadly. Well, well, we have a uh, ugly Christmas sweater. Uh, design in our merch store oh. <laughs> you want it a t-shirt design okay <laughs> you have to check that out you can even get it in in, in a mask you can get a, the design 
But uh, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. This was something a, a little bit different, and I really enjoyed getting to hear about what you do and uh, talking about Rachel Boston. And uh, so thank you so much for coming on and doing this. This Rachel, was great. Thank you so much. I had a blast. Yeah. So if people want to follow you on social media, all that fun stuff, how can they do that? Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter at PLC Peggy. And the website is PeggyLeeLi.com. Great. We'll have all that in the description section. People can follow you and check out your amazing jewelry. And uh, they make sure people are following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us out so much. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and I very much appreciate you following me over there. And we also have our patron group, which is so much fun and is so important to helping us be able to do the podcast. So if you can help us out at all uh, with that, we really appreciate it. And then we also have our merch store, as I mentioned, which has tons of fun designs. And so please take a look over there. There's sales for this whole month, I believe, over at Tee Public. So check that out. And thanks again, Peggy. This was great. And we will talk to you all later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.